Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 71 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, 10 Tips for a Successful Retail Brand Photoshoot. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So my intention for this episode is to get you to embrace photo shoots for your retail business. We know, most of us know, that our customers love seeing us and our faces. We all probably see the bump in engagement on social media when we post pictures of ourselves. And not just reactions, but comments, right? Hopefully many of you have seen this when you post that occasional picture of yourself or picture of your business partner or picture of your team members. I'm not suggesting you plan photo shoots for your business for vanity reasons. It's for connection, true connection to build trust, to give your business an identity beyond the logo. That's what I want you to do. Customers want to see who is behind the business. They don't just want to see products you sell. Of course, they want to see that. But I just want you to remember that people buy from people. Don't forget that. That's why photo shoots are important when you own a retail business. Before I continue, I want to make sure to mention this. Listen at the end for a special announcement I'll be making. Okay, so let's start off with the shopkeeper shout out. Today's shout out is also the winner of April's, the month of April, the month of April's 30-minute coaching call. Callie is the owner of William James Gifts. It's an online gift shop that specializes in gift baskets, at least from what I can see. Callie, I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but that's what it looks like. And the gift baskets are adorable. There are giftable items in the online shop too, but what stood out to me were the gift baskets. So if you provide, let's say for instance, a service in your retail business and you send client gifts, you might want to visit Callie's shop williamjamesgifts.com, and we'll link it in the show notes. Callie titled her five-star review, and thanks for the five stars. She titled it, OMG, wow, and then she added an exclamation point. Callie went on to say that Kathy is a wealth of knowledge, and this podcast is nothing short of amazing. Kathy selflessly shares her knowledge, experience, and advice, and in parentheses, she wrote some of it, tough love, about how to be successful in running your retail business, or your small business, I should say. I have learned so much and am incredibly grateful to Kathy for putting this podcast out. Kelly, thank you. Thank you so much for the five-star review, and congrats for winning the 30-minute coaching call with me. Reach out to me on Instagram or use the contact form on my website to send me a message, and we will definitely get that call scheduled. I look forward to speaking with you. Okay. Let's get started on episode 71. And this one, I feel, I actually feel like a little bit lighter. It's more fun. It's not so business focused, although it is business related. So I'm kind of excited about this one. And you might be wondering what inspired this episode. Well, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw me share pictures that I actually was involved in a brand photo shoot for Savvy Shopkeeper last week. And it was the first time I actually 
I can honestly say I genuinely did some prep work. Like I did some work to help me prepare for this shoot so that I could feel more confident going into it. Because, you know, photo shoots can be awkward and uncomfortable, at least for me, unless you're Linnea of Darling Boutique. And I have to give her a shout out. She's a master shopkeeper member. And I just wish I had her comfort level in front of the camera. And we'll be sure to link Linnea's Instagram in the show notes. Um, her username is at shop at darling. I'm pretty sure it is. If not, we'll have it correct in the show notes. I'm kind of winging it right now, but I just want to mention her because she's so comfortable in front of the camera. That's what I aspire to be, that comfortable. But in the meantime, I actually have to really prepare and do some work before a photo shoot. So anyhow, I booked this most recent session with Sarah of SB Brand Photography. Of course, we'll link that in the show notes too. But I booked it with Sarah after seeing her incredible work with Maureen of the CoLab in Lakewood, Lakewood, Ohio, I should say. We'll link the CoLab in the show notes. And then Sarah of WE Profit Foundry. You've all heard me mention Sarah. She's provided valuable resources in the academy. And she's been on this podcast. But she has some great photo shoots, too, with with Sarah of SB Brand Photography. And I've also seen Sarah's work with some other badass boss babes in the Northeast Ohio area. So I knew this type of brand shoot was exactly what I was looking for. I realized during this process that it's the effort that we or that I put into these shoots that can also really make a difference. So I took some notes along the way. And of course, I'm going to share my tips with you. So I have 10 tips today. The first one is to conquer the fear. Trust me when I say I don't love photo shoots. I'm comfortable in front of a camera. I'm I'm comfortable teaching in front of a camera, but I'm not as comfortable with photo shoots. That's one thing I learned. Photo shoots feel awkward, vain, time-consuming, and, you know, sometimes they're quite an investment. So the money part can be scary. Like, I get that. Listening to this podcast episode, if these are the things that you're feeling, listening to this podcast episode might help you. Feeling more prepared might help you. Realizing you can start small might help you. So there are so many things that can be done to calm your fears around this. And if you have no fears at all and love photo shoots, then awesome. You can just skip. You can maybe even skip this entire episode, but keep listening because I have the announcement at the end. Or you can at least skip tip number one. This episode is brought to you by Gusto. Gusto is a payroll software system for small businesses that makes it easy to add new hires, calculate and withhold taxes, process payroll for employees and contractors, and stay compliant. Even better, Gusto is affordable for small retail business owners. If you're looking to hire and you're overwhelmed by what to withdraw, how to calculate it, what paperwork you need to file, Gusto makes it really easy to manage payroll. The system does it all for you. If you want more like time tracking, workers' compensation benefits, or other benefits for employees, Gusto offers those services too. We all learned in 2020 the value of payroll employees versus subcontractor employees, particularly when we applied for federal assistance programs or local and national grants. If you know it's time to build a team of payroll employees or you're frustrated with your current payroll provider, 
and you want to try Gusto for one month free, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Gusto for a special link. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Gusto, G-U-S-T-O. Okay, number two is to see the value. I can honestly say that I've used my collection of photos from previous photo shoots for years. I use them all the time. I still use photos from my first Savvy Shopkeeper photo shoot four years ago. And, you know, I keep talking about the Savvy Shopkeeper photo shoot, but we've done this for my store too. We did a photo shoot, my sister and I together last year, and the same applies. We use those photos all the time. You can use photos for your website, your social media feeds, for public relations purposes. For example, if a news outlet or media company asks you for a headshot or photos of your workspace or studio or your store, you have it covered. And more importantly, they are professional quality photos. And this is a reflection on your business. So it's a win-win. I just want to mention that I store all of my photo shoot images in a shared Google Drive folder so that other team members can access them too. And that's just a tip for those of you who have store managers or other people on your team, or maybe you have a virtual assistant and that they need access. You don't just want to store them all somewhere that only you have access to it. If other people are helping you with your business, you want to make sure they have access to them too. So a shared folder could be really helpful. Tip number three is to research and interview photographers. My probably one of my best tips is to stalk Instagram or ask friends who they use. The more research, the more likely you'll find a photographer that's a good fit for you, what you're looking for, and your particular style. Because maybe you want moody images or a style that's more traditional, or maybe you want to work with a photographer who's more whimsy or, you know, really creative. My one recommendation is find someone who specializes in brand shoots. Other photographers are great and they're talented and they have skills, but brand shoots require a different way, I don't know, I guess of approaching photography, different skills, creative ideas. You know, maybe if you make some of your items, your own items too, you know, you'll want to involve flat lays and that kind of photography requires a specific skill too. So I just wanted to make sure I mentioned the research and find someone who's a good fit for you. Tip number four is to determine your budget. So the first time I had photos taken for Savvy Shopkeeper, I actually bartered with a local photographer. The second time I took advantage of a a little mini photo shoot a local photographer was hosting It was really affordable. It was like $75. It was not more than $100. I'm thinking it was $75 and you got like 10 or 12 images and I've used those. I can't tell you how many times. And then the third time I had a small budget in mind and I knew it would be in my home office. It wasn't going to be elaborate. I wanted to, you know, photos of me because I was just launching the podcast. So it was about the podcast microphone and me at home in the office. But even if it's just you asking a photographer to come into your store to take pictures of you at your cash wrap, you know, again, it doesn't have to be elaborate. So you'll see that I have gradually increased time and budget on photo shoots because this most recent time, 
I knew I wanted to have photos taken at two locations, my home office, or actually my home and the store. I wanted multiple clothing changes and lots of images. For several reasons, I needed lots of pictures. So I just want to make sure that I mention that this evolved for me personally, and it can evolve for you too. You don't have to spend $1,000 on a shoot. You can start small or you can find a photographer with a payment plan if this feels better to you in your wallet. Number five is to define the theme or concepts for the shoot. So are you trying to tell a story? Are you trying to convey something in your images? Maybe authority, services, area of expertise, products, your incredible store, your merchandise displays. What is it that you're trying to tell through your photos? For this, I like to take a good old pen and paper. And if you've listened to my brain dump episodes, maybe that's, maybe I guess that's what I do here. I just dump out a list of ideas that I have in my head about the pictures or what it is that I'm trying to tell through the pictures. So for instance, maybe like I mentioned before, you want shots at your cash wrap or you want shots in areas of your store where your popular products are located. Or maybe you want to do something more fun and you want to have team members involved. Do you want to have customers in your store? Maybe you can ask like your favorite, your top five or favorite customers to come in and have photos taken with them. But I just want to say to have a plan in place because it'll save you time and frustration. Number six is to define your personal tone or your personal style, I should say. I liked creating a Pinterest board for this this time. But you can also go to the mall. You can start taking photos of some outfits you like. Something that starts to define your overall style. And if you get stuck here, ask friends for help. Of course, friends with great style are my go-tos. You can also start by digging into your closet first. Pull out some of your favorite pieces of clothing or favorite shoes and then go from there. You don't need a whole new wardrobe, or maybe you don't need any new items at all. For my most recent shoot, I spent some more time on this part than I ever have before. And I think part of it is I was working on defining my personal style. So my career prior to this, I wore a uniform for many years. I don't think I ever really took the time to define my style. And I didn't want to feel unprepared for this shoot. So I did spend a little more time on this before this most recent photo shoot. And I realized I'm a bit girly, yet still have a bit of tomboy in me. And I decided to really embrace both of those. And I felt like it was the first time that I really started to embrace the real me. And it felt really good. So don't be afraid to spend some time here on tip number six. This episode is brought to you by Tundra. Tundra is an online marketplace for retailers in the U.S. and Canada. What I really like about Tundra is that they eliminate transaction fees and markups, and as a result, Tundra empowers their community of buyers and suppliers to keep reinvesting in themselves. As a shop small advocate and a buyer for my own retail store, I appreciate that the makers aren't taking a hit on their profit margin when I order from them on Tundra. From home decor to beauty and fashion, there are hundreds and at this point probably even thousands of suppliers to buy from. If you're a brick and mortar store owner and you open a new account, you'll get 15% off everything on the site for your first 30 days. And that's up to $300 in savings per brand. If you're a maker and you want to sell on Tundra, 
you'll want to go ahead and use the same link too. But to get this offer, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra for the special link. Okay, tip number seven is to book a phone planning session with your photographer. I highly recommend this. You want to avoid wasting your time or the photographer's time on the day of the shoot. So I made sure I showed up for our call prepared, or at least somewhat prepared, because I had done the work on steps five and six. And then the day of the shoot, Sarah showed prepared, showed up prepared because she showed up with a list of all of the shots that we were going to take throughout the day. Even after your call, you can still keep working on this list. Like ideas will continue to follow after you get off the phone. And maybe you can share them in advance. But trust me when I say this was a huge help leading up to the day of the photo session. So tip number eight is applies to the day before. You want to make sure that you're prepped. Prep your store or studio. Get your props ready. And my props, like maybe, for example, you wear an apron because you paint furniture or you wear a certain shirt or your team members do or you have a coffee mug with your store logo on it. Anything like that that you want to use that could be fun in photos, you would just want to make sure that you're prepared. You have all of that ready. You have your clothing ready, your jewelry ready, shoes Be as prepared as possible. And I want to make sure I mention that I am saying this because I should have rearranged some things in my own store before Sarah arrived there. Luckily, she was patient and kind, and it only took me about 10 minutes to get this done. I try to be respectful of other professionals' time, so this one bothered me a little because I was in my store the Saturday before and I could have prepped I could have spent some time prepping instead of doing it while she was standing there waiting. Tip number nine applies to the day of. And trust me when I say this one is completely optional, but hear me out. Tip number nine is to get your makeup and hair done. And guys, if you're listening, maybe this doesn't apply to you. Maybe some of the tips before this don't apply to you. But for the ladies, if you want to apply, I guess if you want to show up a little more confidently, this helps me. I know it's a splurge. It did help boost my confidence. I just felt much more comfortable in front of the camera knowing that my makeup was done well. I mean, I'm decent at it, but I'm not great at it. I just prefer to hire a makeup artist and a hairstylist. And the business paid for it, so I was able to expense it. And to me, it was worth it. But not everyone needs to do this. Not everyone wants to do this. I get it. And now that I think about it, it was my regular hair appointment. So I didn't pay anything in addition to what I would have done normally. It was my regular, you know, monthly hair appointment with my regular stylist. But I guess the makeup was a little bit of a splurge. And that won't necessarily cost you $150 or $200. I think, you know, it could be like $65, $75. And to me, it's worth it. If you love the way you do your own makeup and hair, then by all means, run with it. But for those of you that can use a little confidence builder, don't be afraid to splurge. I guess that's my point. And make sure you book those appointments early too. And then tip number 10 is to master your mind. And this is if you're not so comfortable in front of the camera. 
So it could be, you know, making statements to yourself about feeling confident in your skin, about loving yourself, whatever it is. Affirmations, I guess, if that works for you. Just master your mind before going into this so that you feel really good before that photographer arrives. Okay, so to summarize, I'm just going to quickly recap because I know I go through these episodes fast and I know it sometimes helps to hear a summary of the tips. Number one, conquer the fear. Number two, see the value. Number three, research and interview photographers. Number four, determine your budget. Number five, determine the theme or concept for the shoot. Number six, define your personal style. Number seven, book a phone planning session with your photographer. Number eight is the day before. You want to make sure you're prepped. Number nine is the day of. Get your hair and makeup done or allow for time for that so that you can do it yourself. And number 10, master your mind. And then after all of this work, it's shoot day. Go have fun with it. Like Sarah said to me the day before, it was like the morning of, she sent me an email and she said, be a rock star. So just start to think of all the ways you can use the beautiful images you'll receive from your photographer. When you think about it, we use images these days in so many places, websites, social media, everywhere. So trust me, you'll be glad you did this when the local newspaper or news channel reaches out and asks you for your business-related photos. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 71. And before I wrap this up, this is my big announcement. I am thrilled, like beyond thrilled to share that the first ever Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat is happening in Greenville, Michigan on September 12th and 13th this year. This has been a long time coming and I can't wait. I'm so excited about it. Tickets aren't on sale yet, but they will be next week. So make sure you're on my email list. Tickets will be limited and this won't be your typical business retreat. It won't be like a any two-day conference that you've attended before, most likely. I've never seen anything like this before in the retail industry. It is a combination of listening to so many of you and what you've been looking for. So I really, really can't wait to launch this. And I really can't wait to open up the ticket sales because it's going to be incredible. So make sure you're on your on my email list so you get notified. If you find this podcast helpful, please share it or take the time to leave a rating and review. It means so much to me. And also, if you haven't caught this already, although you kind of heard it earlier in this episode, I'm currently choosing one name every month from those that submit podcast reviews on Apple Podcast. And this person will get a 30-minute call with me where I help answer questions and coach you regarding your retail business. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.